0: Hello everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Beware the Board, a horror podcast where we watch a randomly selected horror movie every week. I'm Bob. I'm Ben. What's up, Ben? We're we're recording. God damn it. Okay, yeah, we are recording. Thank you for letting me know. Yeah, I you noticed. No, how's your week been? It's been okay. I mean, yeah, kind of tiring, but... Yeah, well, we've been getting hella hours at work. Oh, yeah. For no reason. Don't ask me why. So that's been whatever. My paycheck's enjoying it. My paycheck is also enjoying it. Myself is not. No, my body is um, recoiling, in fact. I don't have much to share, though. (laughs) I don't have anything else to share either, really. Nothing important happened. Uh, This is for the audience. If I sound raspy and gross, my allergies are kicking my ass. Just crying all the time. Uh, I'm not crying. I just have really... I've been coughing and sneezing. And crying. Listen, you don't need to bring up that I cry a lot on the podcast. Like, that's not important to the audience. (laughs) Jesus, I don't put you on blast like that. I'm not like, well, I'm not going to say that. Anyway. It was a joke until you outed yourself. (laughs) It wasn't a joke. Because I knew it was true the whole time. I was joking. Then you doxed yourself. No, 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 no. This is your fault. Anyway, welcome to Season 4, Episode 2. Second season of Season 4, Ben. Last week, we got hit with... Some crocodile shenanigans. Stinky swamp gas. Stinky swamp music. Stinky swamp. Stinky. Stinky swamp gas. Yeah. So, you know, we're still still chugging along in the season. Two other categories are pretty enticing. Yeah, there is. Because I'm assuming you're not going to choose the same category twice in a row because it's Bob. And uh, the other two categories are haunted houses and fear the music. Yeah. So those are my two options. Do you want to explain to the audience what those categories are? Because swamps is just... It's swamp movies. Swamps. Haunted Houses is things. haunted houses. Mm-hmm. Fear the Music, in fact, is your category that you chose. Yeah. And you keep choosing complicated categories. Yeah, what is this we'll category, say? Bob? Because it's complicated. This category mm-hmm. is movies where music is important to the horror yes. or a part of the horror. Yes. I don't know any movies like that. I can't even think of one. Like, I can think of movies where the music is good and adds to the movie, like the music in Halloween. I would say the music in... Has that come out yet? It has. Terrifier 2. At least the intro music. Like, that shit slapped. Yeah. And stuff like that. They're playing movies where a good soundtrack helps. But I've never like thought of a movie where the music plays a part in the horror itself. I didn't think you had, so... No, I really didn't. And the only thing I could really think of is... We watched... What is that Shudder series we were watching? You know what I'm talking about? The one that goes through different genres and stuff? Oh, uh, we watched just, like, uh, an overview of different genres. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure in what? That uh, was mostly for you. <laughs> yeah, mostly for me. Ben already knew that stuff. Italian cinema, what is it, Giallo? Giallo, yeah. Isn't there isn't there, like, a lot of music in that? That's, like, really important? Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing I thought of, which I'm interested in because we've seen some Italian movies, not on the podcast. He's just talking about uh, the Beyond. The Beyond and Zombie Not to be confused with From Beyond. No, two different movies. Those are both Italian, and I like them both, actually. So I'm hoping that we might get some cool Italian cinema on this spot. I doubt it, but it'd be cool. Fair enough. So, I am going to choose that category. I'm going to choose Fear the Music. Okay. Now, which spot number do I choose? Because I got all three here, Ben. And I don't remember what I chose for Swamps. I usually try and give some sort of reasoning for the spot I choose. I chose two. I chose two? Okay. Hmm... Number one. All right. Fear the Music Spot 1. We're going to be watching Studio 666. Oh, yeah. I'm so good at picking stuff, even though that was pure goddamn luck. (laughs) That was pure goddamn luck. Pure goddamn luck. I was so excited to watch this. (laughs) I've told Bob about it before. Oh, man. Um, Yeah. Uh, Description. The Foo Fighters made a movie. Yeah, we were a movie. (laughs) We were literally talking about the Foo Fighters last night. Mm-hmm. Oh, Good. my god. New gosh. drummer. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a 2022 film. I saw it in theaters. So, yeah. What mm. do you What do you know about it besides it's made by the Foo Fighters? The Foo Fighters made a movie. Okay. That's it. Okay, That's cool. all I got. And uh, I was excited about that. Length, it's an hour and 46 minutes long. Okay. That's actually, it's a little long. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Uh. It's rated R. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Tomato Meter gave it a 55%. Mm-hmm. Audience score is an 80%. Okay. And then the IMDB score is a whopping 5.7 out of 10. That's not horrible. No, it's not. It's pretty I mean, okay. I'm excited because the audience score is high, and I like the Foo Fighters. I know you do, too. Yeah. So I think we'll probably like it. I mean, like, let's be honest, that audience score might be from uh Foo Fighter stands, but like well, yeah, but like the people who went and saw the movie and th- <laughs> yeah, I mean I would me, if I knew it existed like me and my dad, oh my God, you would be your dad, yeah, I could never go see some like a horror movie with my dad, it would be over, well, there might be different reasons, <laughs> well, yes, you're right, but also like no, all right, well, for awards, it has zero wins and two nominations, oh, it actually got nominated for stuff, awesome, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, notable actors. I wonder who's going to be in this. A lot of famous people, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, Dave Grohl as Dave Grohl. Oh, he just plays himself. Yeah. Okay. The Foo Fighters, let me say this right now, are playing themselves. <laughs> they're, they're actually just the Foo Fighters in this movie. Wait, really? Yeah, did you, yeah. Oh, you don't know anything. Yeah. No. So they're they're the Foo Fighters That's in this Foo awesome. Fighters movie. That's so um, cool. So Dave Grohl's as himself. Uh, He's also been Satan in Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, which is always a cool fact because the first time I watched that movie, I didn't realize that. Yeah, me either, Or the second time or the third time. And then someone was like, that's Dave Grohl. I didn't know until you told me. And I was like, wait, that's Dave Grohl? And then you can see it. Yeah, then you're like, oh, okay, that is Dave Grohl. Uh, Nate Mandel is Nate Mandel. Uh, Pat Smear is Pat Smear. Taylor Hawkins is Taylor Hawkins. You know, rest in peace. R.I.P. Rami Jaffe as himself, obviously. And Chris Chifflett as Chris Chifflett. So that's, you know, that's the... That's the Foo Fighters. Yep. All right. And to other people. (laughs) Whitney Cummings as Samantha. Okay. Uh, She was Stephanie and Maid of Honor. Steph Garland as Jeremy Schill. Uh, He's very famously Jeff Green from Curb Your Enthusiasm. I've never seen Curb Your Enthusiasm. 110 episodes from 2000 to 21. People love that show, and I've never watched it. Uh, Leslie Grossman as Barb Weems played a bunch of different characters on American Horror Story. Okay. I never watched that either. Uh Jenna Ortiga as Sky Willow. Oh she's in this? Yep. Didn't know that. Uh Lorraine and X, you know, Wednesday Adams and Wednesday. Uh Will Forte as the delivery guy. There's a lot of famous people in this I movie. Know! I know all these names. Um McGruber and McGruber. He's also like the main character of The Last Man on Earth, like TV show. Lionel Richie as himself. <laughs> well, uh, how do they get all these people in this movie? Because, well, hey, Dave Grohl has a lot of friends. I mean, yeah, but like... But also the Foo Fighters do music for a lot of, like, different movies and stuff. So they're just, like, well-known and also they're famous. I know, but like... So you just you call up your buddy and you're like, hey, you want to be in this movie? I would never think to call Lionel Richie and be like, hey, do you want to be in this <laughs> horror movie? Like, come on, man. You ready to get super hyped? Oh, God, okay. John Carpenter as a sound engineer. John Carpenter. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, <laughs> this movie's oh. getting out of hand already. And then uh, Jimmy Simpson as venue person. Okay, that's a li- I don't know that guy. Yes, you do, Bob. And in fact, I think you're gonna get more hyped about this than you did about John Carpenter. Okay. I don't Liam know the name. Liam McPoyle. <gasps> <laughs> it's always sunny in Philadelphia. He's in this too. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's I'm Mr. so excited. One Eye McGee. Dude, you know what? He's also in Psych. I haven't seen Psych. We've talked about Psych a lot, and I should watch it. Uh, he was um, on Always Sunny in Philadelphia from 2005 to 2013. To now. He's in the newest oh, he season. he's in the new one now? Okay. Dude, the trailer with him in the newest season is so fucking funny. Well, that'll be episode eight for him then. What were you going to say? You I was going to mention that. the table and you got very excited. I was going to mention that he's in the new season. All right. Director? Yeah. BJ McDonald? I don't know the director. Hasn't directed a lot. He has directed, though. Hatchet 3. Oh, nice. We're going to watch that eventually. We'll Mm -hmm. get there. At some point. The often forgotten about uh, third movie on this podcast. (laughs) Because it's Hatchet 2, Hatchet 3, Victor Crowley. Victor Crowley, yeah. Uh, Writer, Dave Grohl. Of course Dave Grohl wrote it. Uh, He's only really written one other thing, which is Sonic Highway, which is like shorts. Mm, Okay. Uh, Jeff Bueller, who wrote Pet Cemetery. Oh, okay. The 2019 one. Oh, the new one. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen the original either. I have issues with the 2019 one. I've heard one. well the original's not very good either from what I remember. <laughs> it's it's a TV mini series. Oh, I thought it was a movie. A movie, but it's like a made for TV movie. Okay. Kind of like the original it mini series. Okay, okay. I could see it. So it it has a lot of issues because of that. Mm, I see. But I also have some issues with the New Pet Cemetery movie mm. as well. So it's okay. kind of like that. Speaking of, before we move on, sorry, the interjection. Did you see the trailer for the new Salem's Lot movie? No. I saw the trailer. It looks cool. Have you ever seen Salem's Lot? I've read Salem's Lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's why I was—I brought it up. It looks cool. Uh, and then finally, Rebecca Hughes. Hasn't written a lot, but uh, she wrote 10 episodes of Cracking Up uh, between 2004 and 2006. Okay. I couldn't find the budget for this film. <laughs> just couldn't find it. I assume the Foo Fighters just paid for it. I assume... At the very least, Dave Grohl. Paid well, for Dave it. Grohl went. I want to make this movie. I feel I'll like pay for it. that might have been mostly him. Yeah, uh, box office wasn't great. I mean, it's a Foo Fighters horror movie. Like that sounds awesome to us. Oh, uh, general yeah, it's audience. Super niche, but like it didn't do good. That's really sad. Uh, box office, uh, three million about. Okay, I don't know how much this movie cost him to make, but we'll probably see. more than that. But <laughs> but see, the thing is, Dave Grohl probably went. This is going to be fun. I don't care. Oh, yeah. That man probably has fuck you levels of money. That's kind of cool because, like, it, it's one of the last things Taylor Hawkins is in. Yeah, that's really cool. He didn't die, like, right after this, but... It was fairly after. Pretty, pretty yeah. close, actually. Country of Origin the United States, also known as... Oh! Untitled Foo Fighters Project, <laughs> because <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> that was the working title. Awesome. Love that. All right, Jesus Christ. so I got some pre-movie facts and right. some post-movie facts. Not a lot, though, but... Enough. So um, Studio 666 is the first non-documentary to feature the Foo Fighters. <laughs> That's fucking yeah. good. And the other thing is the film was nearing the end of production, like filming, in 2020. And so it was shut down by the pandemic. Oh, yeah. So COVID. COVID-19. So eventually production resumed in Los Angeles um, multiple months later, which is really interesting because it became one of the first films to like reopen. Oh, wow. During the pandemic. That's cool, actually. Kind of a big deal. Originally, they intended those, like, finishing up to take six days. Mm Mm-hmm. But because of, like, restrictions, it took three weeks. Oh, man. So that tells you how hard it was to film during, like, Damn, they had to triple the amount of time it took, basically. Yeah. That sucks. I mean, like, that sucks, but also, you know, glad they were doing the thing they were supposed to. Yeah. And, like, taking it slow and, you know, actually taking their time with this thing. All right. Uh, I got two more facts, but those are for after. You got some post movie stuff, okay? Not necessarily spoilery, but they'll be cooler after the movie. Yeah, I'm sure I'll learn some more. Okay, man, I'm fucking hype. I didn't. I was like, I mentioned on the wrap up. I I wanted to talk about this movie for this category, but I was like, I'll save it. I won't talk about it. So glad we got it first. I'm, I'm so surprised excited you got to watch it on this. the first one. Like lucky. honestly, that was lucky super lucky. <sighs> for those of you that think that may think that we uh like script which spot I'm choosing. We don't. I actually just randomly choose and it's stressful sometimes because you never know what kind of fucking shit storm I'm gonna walk into in this podcast. I can usually guess what spot Bob's gonna pick, but yeah. he does I don't know until like we do it on the air. Yeah. But it's I, I can awesome. guess because it usually goes like one, two, three. One well, two three. <laughs> I try not to be predictable anymore. Last season I didn't do that though. No. So you know, we'll we'll try and keep it up. <laughs> one out of what, four? Shut up. All right, uh, well, we'll be back in uh, an hour and, like, 46 minutes. Yeah, so. we'll uh, we'll see you guys in a minute. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We just finished watching Studio 666. Bob liked it. Yeah, it's a fun movie. <laughs> it's real good. I, yeah. had a, I had a good time. Um, before we get into it, I, I want to say it's... It's not the best movie ever. No, absolutely not. 100% really predictable, very, really campy and cheesy, however, you can tell it's a movie that uh, a bunch of people just made to make a fun, silly movie because they're fans of horror and they were just like, let's make a shitty movie. But it's not a shitty movie. I know, but like, you know what I mean. Because... While, like you said, not the greatest movie ever, it's predictable in a lot of ways horror movies usually are, which is, honestly, it's fine. But super predictable. But, the the thing I'll say is, it's not shitty because, like, it's poorly made. It's a well-made movie. Yeah, well-produced. Well-produced movie. It just isn't, like, the you best... know, it's not high art. Yeah, no, it's not the it's best writing. It's fun, which is kind of the point, because, look. You're going in, you're like, I'm going to go watch a Foo Fighters horror movie. If that's what you want, it delivers excellently. Yeah, I think my point is it's it's not objectively a great movie. Well produced, but like writing and dialogue and acting isn't that great. However, it's exactly what you want from this. Exactly. So, you know, before we get into anything and give spoilers, because we're going to have to to discuss this. Yeah. Like lots of, basically, we're going to spoil the whole movie. And while mm-hmm. you can still enjoy it, As always, it's not as enjoyable Mm -hmm. if we spoil it all. However, this movie is definitely an experience. Yeah. And it's just fun. So you can still watch it after we spoil stuff. Absolutely a movie you show to your friends, too. Yeah. If you have any friends who like Foo Fighters or like really campy horror movies, gore, (laughs) a lot of fun. On that note, um, I guess I'm going to break it down. Yeah. Basically, this film's about the Foo Fighters Uh trying to film their 10th album. And... They're kind of stuck. They don't know what to do. They just know they want to do something big because, like, yeah. it's been, like, 20 years of shit. Dave Grohl's like, look, it's our 10th album. We got to go hard, bro. We got to go bigger. go home. Mm-hmm. And they eventually are suggested to go. They want to do, like, an on-location recording where they go record somewhere cool. Yeah. And not, like, a standard uh, area. Yeah, not a standard studio because Dave Grohl's like, we've recorded in every studio out here. They all I sound need the same. Something. Yeah, I need something different. And they eventually get set up and recording in this house, which is like this big rock and roll history house. Mm-hmm. And it's also where this band kind of split up due to uh, creative differences. Creative differences uh, read murder. <laughs> murder. And um, long story short, they go to record there. And while they're recording, they decide to sleep there so they can like get the album done in like a month. Yeah, because the dude that set them up in this place needs the money to pay off some people. We're going to chop his dick off. Yeah. So he's like, I need this done quick. So Dave Grohl's like, okay, we can do it quick. And long story short, Dave is out of ideas. Dave has completely lost there's a, all creative I'd like soup. There's a very funny sequence oh God. where he's trying to play his ideas for the band and he keeps playing really, really famous Foo Fighters songs. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I thought you were going to talk about the scene later where he's still out of ideas and he's watching shitty guitar tutorials on YouTube. Because <laughs> that's also really funny. Where he just starts singing, uh, what, the Lionel Richie song? Yeah, he's... Oh, God, that Lionel Richie thing made <laughs> me laugh really hard. That was funny as fuck. Eventually, though, he, like, stumbles into the basement yeah. of this house, which you get through by going down this weird back alley. That yeah. is a very different <laughs> set, but it's really funny. Yeah. Um, And in the basement, there is, like, A sacrificed raccoon nailed to the wall. It's like hung up like Jesus Christ on the cross. No. You know what it is? What? Have you ever seen those blood eagle things the Vikings did? Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm going to pull up a picture so you can react to that. So there was this execution method the Vikings did. I believe it's called a blood eagle. It's kind of like Hmm. part torture, part execution method. Okay. And what they would do is they would turn you on your back usually. Rip your uh, ribs off from the spine and then take your entrails and spread them out with your skin so it looks like you had wings. Oh, my God. That sounds brutal, dude. Yeah. And, like, thankfully, there's a lot of Viking stuff nowadays because people are really into it. So you can see where they've done, like, sh- sh- stuff, you know. Here's yeah. here's a drawing. Someone's done with of a bloody you. Oh, my God. That's um, fucked. I think this is uh, from Vikings, like the TV show. They, they'll hang you up usually. Oh, my lord. Long story short, it's kind of like that, but they opened up the front, you know, so you can see all the organs. Really good raccoon, I guess is what I like. Very good get fake to. raccoon. You know, last two movies, good fake animal corpses. Haven't had none of those bad puppets or he nothing. He says last movie. He means Terrifier, which wasn't on the board. Terrifier 2. Terrifier 2. Yeah. Uh, you both have had super hyper realistic animals. Which is cool to see because I feel like a lot of the older movies we watch, the animals are always lacking. Animals are hard to do. Yeah, like, they are. Well, I mean, everyone's seen bad taxidermy. Yeah. And you know, because it, it's, pelts are easy, but getting the bone structure right. Yeah. Making it look super not fake. Super And will still be able to move it and stuff and, like, mm-hmm. do cool things. So. We've had a lot of good animal, like, practicals lately. Blackwater, this, yeah. Terrifier 2. Blackwater is kind of a weird exception because, like, it was mostly... <laughs> <laughs> it was mostly real. real crocodiles, but the when they actually did have the prostate, like the fake and, yeah, puppet, was it was still really good. And uh, the CGI crocodiles.
1: Yeah. Decent too. Not bad. 2000s. I
0: still right. can't believe that thing you told me, by the way, about that movie. Oh, yeah. That was a real crocodile? Are you fucking kidding me? That's yeah, there's insane. a real crocodile in multiple scenes in that. Oh. <sighs> but back to Dave Girl in the basement with yeah. the dead raccoon. He's looking around, and he sees lying, like covered up in the corner like with an- like, a tarp. Mm-hmm. And Bob was like, Is that an organ? No, I said piano. Did you say piano? I said piano. Really? You should have said organ. I didn't know if it, I didn't know what it was. I know, but like organ's more thematic for a horror movie. That's true. Like, organ bah, is bah, bah, more thematic for a horror movie. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Anyways, he uncovers it and it's one of those old uh, It's a big ass tape deck. It's not a tape deck, it's the not called a tape deck? No, because tapes are like a cassette. That's a real I right? thought those were called tape decks. I could be wrong. I might be Pretty wrong. Pretty sure a tape decks for like but know, isn't records tape that's in a in a cassette the same they tape are, that they roll? But they're well, they're not. The I'm same looking thing, this up. The tape in cassettes a lot thinner, is it? I think that's called a reel. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, you can. Uh But one of those big like recording things that uses uh what is that? It's tape. Anyways, yeah. And he starts playing it, and some rocking music comes out, and he starts mm. jamming, and he's like, "This is the sound I want." And as he's playing it, the lights flicker. Uh, Demon Gardner appears. Yeah, who uh is the murderer in that? In the cold open. Yeah, the band they talk about that had the you know differences of opinion. Yeah, we get to see the murder of in the cold open. Mm-hmm. Super sweet, super sick opening. Just want to say, great cold opening, good intro too. Like good opening credits. Jenna Ortega's in it. Yeah, super really interesting to see because this is before she was famous, really. Oh yeah, she hadn't done Wednesday yet. Yeah, X wasn't out. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh it is called a tape it's called a tape deck or a tape recorder. Both are correct. Let me see. Yeah, that's the right Here. one. Yeah. Alright, cool to you. Yeah. So I guess I guess a tape deck. Though that's an older version of a tape deck. Modern tape decks are guess, sideways, not like this. Well, and they're actually the inside name a container. Is a tape deck because it reads tapes, tape tapes. But I think those things are called reels and not like cassettes. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. We're not audio guys. Well, I'm not. Bob should. Be I ready. am, but I'm not old audio. I don't really do vintage stuff. Maybe I should. We should start recording this podcast on reels. <laughs> you said during the movie, said I that. can't imagine recording this on reels. I I'd kill myself. <laughs> I think I'm gonna like, fucking die. Horrible. But yeah, he plays the, the music. It's banging, and then he gets possessed by smoke. Yeah, which it's implied is the possession killer gardener guy, which we're calling him a killer gardener because that's the first time we see him is. Mm-hmm. He's trimming hedges with these garden shears. Yeah, and Dave Grohl's like, "Oh, what are you doing?" and chases him off, and he disappears. And so the rest of the movie is basically, hold on, can we? Can I go back for one second? Yeah, I want to talk about one effect specifically in the scene with Dave Grohl in the basement. Oh yeah, when the right before he gets possessed, mm-hmm. the music turns back on and is like demony. And the light bulbs in the room fill with blood, which is such a cool effect because it makes the light red. Yeah, slowly, too. Yeah, and it's like a slow progression of, like, showing how bad it's getting. It's very cool. It's a very, very cool, well-done scene, I think. Yeah. First blood in this movie, and it will not be the last. Oh, God. This movie is buckets of blood. Yeah, they they went over the top because they knew what we wanted. It's unrealistic, but in the best way possible. It's awesome. Uh, but, yeah, the rest of the movie is basically Dave acting funky and becoming more and more of a maniac, yeah. Which you can tell he's having a lot of fun. Oh, for sure. And just trying to get this song recorded. Basically, mm-hmm. the same one he heard in the basement. He's trying to like record it himself with the rest of the Foo Fighters and complete it because he the, wants to finish it. The tape was unfinished. Mm-hmm. And Dave isn't a quitter. He's gonna finish. And uh, you know, more and more spooky stuff happening. And as Dave becomes more manic, people start to die. Yep. And uh, you know, that's that's basically the movie in a nutshell. Yeah. Without getting too much into it, yeah. I will say the Deaths, super over-the-top gore. They're so awesome. So cool. Man, they're cool. Like, oh. Not, like, Terra Fire 2 levels of, like, depraved. No, it's not depraved. It's just, like, over-the-top bloody. They're just, like, they're predictable, but in the best way possible because you know exactly what's going to happen. In fact, I would say they're usually simple effects. Like, it's just, like, let's get a dummy. Yeah. And do something to it but then it's like let's pump gallons of blood out of it yeah and do it in the most like i don't know theatrical way possible and you can tell they had money so like they look good they look cool they look good man they're cool um but yeah that that's the movie yeah i mean that's kind of it really a lot of good good fun it's super fun like i don't think we had a lot of outtakes it's a lot of oohs and ass, but a lot of I us wasn't... was just Bob giggling because it's it made me laugh because it's it's very funny uh, and I think that's a good transition into the dialogue of this film, which is oh man, it's not it's not great dialogue. No, it's not good. And It's not good acting either. No, but it's just these people acting like <laughs> themselves. It's very over the top, like fuck you, cocksucker. Yeah, it's it's Dave Grohl being Dave Grohl. It's the rest of the Foo Fighters being the Foo Fighters. And bad stuff is happening. That's it. Yeah. Like it's, it's one of those films that you go, this isn't high art, but I, I enjoyed it a lot. What was on the box? I got it. Yeah, I mean that's it. Really, it's, it's everything you want in a Foo Fighters themed horror movie. If you're a fan of the Foo Fighters, of course. Mm-hmm. I will say it kind of reminded me of a couple times, like Tenacious D and The Pick of the Destiny. Very much so. Uh, just. A, in style, but also just, like, straight-up dialogue and humor. Mm-hmm. The only difference was this was, like, an actual horror movie. Yeah, this was meant to be, like, scary. It was spooky, but it wasn't scary. Yeah, it's more of a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Basically. There are some really good zingers in this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. We haven't even talked about Samantha. The cocaine lemon bars. Oh, my God. So funny, They're, dude. So they have a neighbor who's just a creepy neighbor lady. Yeah. Samantha Cummings. Yes, that's her name, Bob. No, the actor's name is Whitney Cummings. Oh, her Whitney name Cummings. Is Samantha, you're right. You're oh, I Miller mixed them up. You did, because you know what? I know her from other stuff she's in. I know. I recognize the name. I was like, oh, I've seen this lady before. But Samantha brings over lemon bars during the recording session, and she's like, "Yeah, it's my grandma's recipe, but I put my own spin on it." And then the character that's basically Bob. No, walks up, don't say that. And He's like, hmm, licks it. And He's like, is this cocaine? cocaine? Oh god, it's so funny. And Pat. Pat is so funny too. Yeah, Bob Bob really liked Pat and uh Raimi. Yeah, Rami and Pat were really Rami. funny, dude. Well, because Pat, like, there are multiple times. Oh, Pat just reminds me so much of uh Cage from Tenacious D. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good comparison. because they kinda look a little similar. Maybe a little bit, yeah. But mostly their delivery and lines is practically the same. Phenomenal. So funny. Because the funny thing is, we don't like we know they're all sleeping in the house. We don't really see everyone's bedroom for a while. Yeah. And then Dave just walks downstairs, and Pat's just asleep on the kitchen counter in like a little Ebenezer Scrooge like nightcap and like fucking pajamas. Oh, uh, it's a dress shirt, like one of the really long ones. He looks like Ebenezer Scrooge. He does. It's, it's very so funny because he's on his side on top of the kitchen counter. I'm pretty sure he's using like a box of tissues as his as a pillow. It's awesome. It's like it's the most comfortable place in the house. He was like, "I don't have a room. There's not enough. It's the most comfortable place I can find." So funny. All right. Do you have anything else you huh. want to talk about? Um, do you have? Do you post me facts? Yeah, I do. I just want to make sure you don't have anything. Kinda- no, because if we're not going to try and spoil any of the kills, because that's like the one thing I want to talk about because they're really cool. They are really cool, but I think- actually we should we should we haven't mentioned this one side character. I think he deserves a. Look, he died for the band, so I, it's worth mentioning. You're right. It. you it's worth it. We well, have to talk about both. Actually, bone structure. two people have died for the band. Well, okay, two okay. people did. Slight spoiler here: two people not in the band die yeah. in the house throughout the movie, and every time Dave goes. They would have wanted us to continue. would This is what they would have wanted. And every time, it's very clear they were not into this. No, they did not consent to being eviscerated. But the second one is basically an Uber Eats driver. Oh, God. I don't know his name, but he was in a band called Bone Structure. Uh, it was like, it, oh, God, it was like David Sandalbaum or something. Oh, wait, I wrote his name down, I can tell you. Yeah, he's well, he's they, a famous well, actor. Because he Dave picks up the tape and goes... David Sandelbaum of bone structure would have liked us to continue. Yeah, he's Will Forte. Yeah, such a funny fucking character because he has like stupid Dave, a stupid Dave Grohl wig on. Oh, like, it's definitely so a wig. Fake. From the back, he looks like Dave, and then you turn around and it's Will Forte, and you're like, well, so funny, dude. Aw, oh, and there's his whole character. Literally, the only reason this character exists is so they can make elaborate. Ranch jokes, yeah, dude. There, look, and they do the uh the whole rule of threes with the ranch jokes. They, they do. Only do three. It's funny every time. Something I will say, like I like we've stated, the writing in this movie is not good, but it's just these people making inside jokes about each other in the writing that is so fucking funny <sighs> because you know that they're just band members just ripping on each other. Yeah, in the writing, and it's like. It's just kind of an insight into what they're all like in real life, and it's really interesting. Yeah, it's just, you can really tell it's a movie where they went, let's just make a movie for fun, and they made yeah. a movie for fun. For instance, the best for inside jokes is there is a there is a very elaborate sequence about, uh, I think it's, uh, who is it? It's Rami. It's Rami and Chris? Shifty? No. Yeah, it is Shifty. It's Shifty, yeah. I was like, it's not Nate, it's not Pat. It and Shifty. Chris being like, I fucked your grandma. <laughs> yeah. And they zoom in and they have like flashback noise. Like it's a Vietnam flashback. Like it actually happened about Rami banging Shifty's grandma. No, Shifty banging Rami's grandma. Shifty banging Rami's grandma. Which you're is right. the funnier version. Which is the funnier Rami's a horn dog. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just a lot of that. And there's a lot of good through stuff like, because uh, they mentioned it was at a Hanukkah party. And he, he calls her his booby. He calls her his booby, which is like a very Jewish thing to call your grandmother. All right. Um, it's very good. You want me to get into facts now? Yeah, what kind of facts you got, right, Benjamin? I only got two, but they're super cool facts. I'm interested. Ah, here we go. All right. So the first one, and I think this is really cool, is the filming for this movie mm-hmm. which took place in a house. Yeah. Right? Just happens to be the same house the band recorded their album, uh, Medicine at Midnight in. Oh, wow, that's actually really cool. So they actually recorded an album in that house, and they were like, let's do a horror movie in here. It's a cool setting for a horror movie. Mm -hmm. I like that setting. It's a cool house. Cool house, yeah. And And then the second fact, and this is by far, I think, the coolest part of this movie for me. Okay. Uh, Groh recorded a whole album of heavy heavy metal songs for the in-movie fictional band Dream Widow. There's a whole album? Yes. So if you search Dream Widow, An actual band pops up called Dream Widow that Dave Grohl made that has a whole album. Holy shit! It's very funny. Is it just Dave Grohl? I am not sure if it's just Dave Grohl. Uh, I think it might be, though. He just made a whole album by himself for this movie. At the very least, he probably wrote most of the songs. Yeah, he might have. Well, he could play guitar, he could play drums. Yeah. I don't know what else Dave Grohl could do. Either way, point being, they made a whole album. For the fictional band in this movie. God, that's so fucking ridiculous. I think it's great. That's so much work and effort, but it's so cool at the same time. Because they basically, they made the song that's a part of the whole uh, fear of the music aspect of this film. Yeah. Which, talk about right now, basically they complete the song and they summon a demon. Yeah. That's the fear of the music aspect. The music is the horror. Mm-hmm. Um, but they actually wrote the song. It's 10 minutes long, and it's on that yeah. album. That's crazy. Because the whole the other point of the movie is, they're like, dude, this song is 45 minutes.
1: They're it like, we want to be yet. done. And Dave's like, no, we
0: have to finish it. It's basically a one-song album. Yeah. Which is really funny, but cool. It's very cool. All right, uh, that's all I got. I don't know what to say about this. It wasn't high art, but it was good. No, it's I enjoyed fun. myself. It's just, it. it's one of those movies where you sit down and you watch it and you go, damn, that was a good time. Yeah. It's just one of those, you know? All right. um, Recommendations, you think? Or do you Uh, have anything else? I don't have anything else because we're not trying to spoil anything. I'm trying to leave it as open as possible. I mean, yeah, we kind of went over the plot because that's kind of a spoiler because it slowly unfolds. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of a spoiler. It's kind of a spoiler that we told you that Dave Grohl gets possessed because, like, at the beginning, you don't really know what's going on. Yeah. You don't know who or what is evil. But it's awesome that they made Dave Grohl the antagonist. Because he, he does like a... such a good job at being a crazy person. Yeah, he just gets to act like a maniac. And it's fun. It's fun to see Dave Grohl do that. Recommendations? If you like the Foo Fighters, you should watch this movie. It's awesome. Yeah. It's such a cool piece of media to, like... It's such a cool lens to view them through as a band. Yeah, because they're outside of, like, their performance. Uh-huh. And don't get me wrong, it's still a performance, and they're acting way over the top. Yeah. But it's not in that super serious musical aspect they usually are. hmm Exactly. If you like Blood and Guts... Like, this is a blood and guts movie. Well, mostly blood. Mostly blood. There's some. There are some cool guts, though. There is. But this is, like, if you, like, over-the-top blood spray... Yeah, which I do. I thought it was really sick. It also fits this style of film because it's, like... It's over-the-top in a comical way. Even oh, though it's not very yeah. funny. Like, you know, People Being murdered isn't funny, but watching someone just, like, spray gallons of blood for no reason is hilarious. Yeah. Also, the... The practicals look quite good. Like, the corpses, all the blood spray. Uh, There's a specific thing I'm talking about, right. I'm thinking of right now with the, and then this. That is so cool. Like, the the flesh pull on that, Mm -hmm. top. Uh, If you're into music, this movie's cool with music because they play a lot of music during the movie. Yeah. And there's a lot of musical references and people, like, references to other bands and stuff. Cool. Yeah. Lionel Richie shows up. That was interesting. Very funny. If you want a horror comedy, I would say this is a horror comedy. It's fun. If you want a horror movie that you could show to, like, friends that aren't really into horror, I think this would be pretty palatable. Because it's... It takes a lot of things that are very tough to witness and makes them comically comical in a good way. I'm specifically thinking of, like... Some of the gore scenes. Some of the gore scenes, yeah. The one where it, with the... Bobby, you can't keep mimicking stuff. Well, I I don't know how else to describe it because we're not spoiling anything. (laughs) Then just don't talk about it. But, yeah, those are my (laughs) recommendations. For me, you know, if you want, like, a campy horror movie, kind of horror comedy, it's really great for that. Um, This is definitely not a movie you're going to be scared or take seriously, uh, but it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. Even for a rewatch, so good thing for friends or just if you want to chill and put something on. Um, But my biggest recommendation is if you're a fan of the Foo Fighters and to a lesser extent, just kind of like musical humor, essentially. Like so many of the jokes in this film are related to musical culture, Mm -hmm. like Grohl watching a YouTube video on how to do a riff because he's stuck or him playing like really famous Foo Fighters songs or fucking John Carpenter's like doing music because that's he does yeah or uh, i'm not gonna spoil what it is but let's just say the the song that they're making for the show for the album is in a very specific key and it's very funny yeah yeah just lots of stuff like that yeah i could definitely see myself rewatching this just for fun just to watch dave Grohl be farrell <laughs> honestly <gasps> it's like a rabid raccoon oh god all right uh rating okay 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 here we go I like this movie a lot. Actually, I like it. It met all my expectations. And I'm going to be honest, I liked it more than I thought I would. Because, like, yeah, I like the Foo Fighters. I've listened to some of their music, of course. I'm not the biggest Foo Fighter fan of the world. Fair enough. And I was kind of expecting it to be, I don't know, maybe to be too much. Yeah. But it wasn't. It's it's actually quite nice. No, and they don't actually play, like, Foo Fighters music in it. No, they make fun of their own music a lot, actually, and that's what's nice. And the band uh, Dream Widow does music that's very different. Different, yeah, which is which is really cool. So it, it kind of went above and beyond on that aspect. And also, I was like, oh, it's a band horror movie. It probably won't be... Good? Not good. Like, I guess, yeah, good is the word. I mean, I thought it was going to be... feel more like a B-movie. Yeah. But it doesn't. It feels like an actual movie that was produced and while the dialogue is lacking and like the acting is fine mostly it it has charm yeah in a lot of ways i would argue it has like b movie charm but like high quality production yeah that make yeah that would be that's a good way to put it so that's where i'm kind of sitting because i don't i can't give it a 5 of course Well, i like this movie a crap ton yeah but what what's the sitting rating <laughs> It's hard. Four, four. This movie's really fucking fun. All right. Anything else? Yeah, I mean, I'm giving it a four instead of a three or a three and a half because it meets everything I want it to for being a movie, a horror movie about the Foo Fighters. It goes above and beyond with the death scenes. Yeah, and really like plays up everything, and it's it's just it's such a cool introspective into what the people in the band are like outside of the band in a way because in a way. you can tell in the writing that they're really just making fun of each other they're characters they're characters but they're played up in ways in the ways that the actual people probably act you know what I mean yeah so yeah that's that's it alright I'm gonna give it a 4 as well okay cause Oof, like God. it meets expectations so a 3 like it, it it's a horror movie With the Foo Fighters. With some cool music. With some cool music. That's the bare minimum. Doesn't have to be good. But you can really tell they put love into it. Um, They go above and beyond with the effects. Like, they didn't have to be good, but they put money into it. Uh, They got a bunch of cameos. They put some really funny jokes in there that are well thought out. Oh, man. I just remembered the thing. That was good. Yeah, there's, like, even the practical effects that don't look good. They know they don't look good. And, and that's kind of the point. Yeah. And you can just tell it comes from a place of love and just wanting to have fun. Mm-hmm. and You can tell they're having fun. Really just makes it enjoyable because, like, objectively it shouldn't be, but it's how much love that goes in there that puts it above and beyond and gets it to a four <laughs> that really makes it a good movie. So, yeah. And you can also tell, like, they're it's over the top, but they're really trying. Like they're putting in effort to make it that way on purpose and that is so enjoyable to oh, witness. Yeah, the overacting's hard in some parts. But it's so funny. So so fun. Alright. Well Outtakes. <sighs> yeah. Uh I guess we'll see you guys in a minute, right after the outtakes.
1: Yeah. Cue the fucking
0: outtakes. Hello everybody, welcome to this outtake section for this episode of Beware the Board. I hope you're enjoying our review of Studio 666 so far. I think this movie is super duper fun, but if you do not want any more spoilers for this movie from the outtake section, please skip to 47 minutes and 4 seconds immediately. This first outtake is Ben pre-gaming before the movie. Have you figured out if you think I'll like it or not? I, like, I don't know. It, it's really up in the air. Ugh. <sighs> You hear that? Well, here's my thing. That's Red Bull, baby! God, you're really gonna mark that? Yeah. It's funny, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> this next clip is our reaction to the cold open kill. How unfortunate. Hey, look who it is. Shannon Ortega. Yeah! She's covered... There's a oh. bone! Oh, my lord! It's already begun! Dave Grohl does not... He does not stop! Boo! It's a bone! The question, why? You know what's interesting about this? What? This is like before she was... Before she was famous. famous. Yeah. Yeah. I think she... Is she about to be the cold open kill? She's not even in the rest of this movie? (laughs) Oh! Oh my god! That person's jaw was... Oh god, he's about to dome her. With the hammer. Oh! Oh! Oh, my <laughs> God! You excited, Bob? Pooh Fighters present! That was horrible. Uh, man, Jenna Ortega just got fucking destroyed. This next clip is our reaction to the Lionel Richie cameo in this film. It's fucking, is he having a fucking dream? Nerd! Lionel <laughs> Richie... Like, you just called Dave Grohl a nerd. This next clip is Ben and I reacting to another one of Dave Grohl's nightmares. Oh my lord! Nah, no, that's scary as fuck. Get me out. Who's this guy? It's the gardener. It is the gardener. Oh my God! They're ripping out Dave Grohl's intestines! Holy fuck! It's fun. Another dream. This next clip is me just being really fucking stupid. On? <laughs> Shut up, Bob. On doesn't begin with an N. Your joke was stupid. Oh. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. I'm just really dumb. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Because earlier he got mad when someone said, Come on. Yeah, but right there he said it starts with an N, ends with an O. I'm done. Something in between. Nah, it's fine. This next clip is Ben and I's reaction to learning about the Delivery Guys band. You might be, I don't know, I haven't heard your music. That album cover begs to differ. That band name begs to differ. Bone structure. This next clip is our reaction to the death of Shifty. Oh! 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 My God! No! Ow! My God, he's getting his fucking dome smashed in the grill! Oh, the knife! Oh, the spray is good. Holy shit, the flesh tear on the grill marks on his face were really goddamn cool. Not even fleshed hair, it was Oh, like... it was Dave! Yeah, he's wearing the gardener outfit. This next clip is Ben comparing me to a character, and I really don't appreciate it. What are you doing? He's sensing its aura. Okay. <laughs> it's fucking you, Bob. No, it's not! I've been waiting for you to say that all movie! <laughs> I've been waiting. I've been like, is Ben going to say it? Because you know it's you. No, it's not. No. I'm sending some energy. I'm going to punch you in your fucking gullet. This next clip is our reaction to the death of Rami. Oh my God. (laughs) From under the bed? Yeah. Look at that blood smear. That's why they chose this song. That's insane. That was fucking awesome. Holy fuck. And with both of them split in half like that? Whoa. This next clip is me fumbling my words per usual. His teeth are so sharp. So sharp? His teeth are so (laughs) sharp. His (laughs) His <laughs> teeth are so sharp. Now, Demon Groll. First name Demon, last name Grohl. Instead of Dave. Davin. <laughs> Davin Grohl. This next clip comes to us from the death of Taylor. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! He just like... what? From, like, what, jaw down? Cut his head off with a fucking cymbal? Yeah. That blood spray is awesome! That Zildjian slice. Man. What a cool movie. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the outtakes. Probably a lots of oohs and awes from us. From me. Sorry, not from... Look... I always say when I'm introing the fucking the outtakes, this is Ben and, and I. Ben. It's never me and Ben. It's always me. Ben's always just chuckling How in do? the background. All right, Ben. Do we have any announcements? We do. Oh, we have one. You should announce it. We got a movie coming next Friday. That's when we release these. So, yeah, be there for episode three of season four. And then what's coming out tomorrow, And ben? then uh, what's coming out tomorrow, second episode of? Oh, Yeah. I was doing a weird time thing there. Yeah, second yeah. episode of our convention prep is coming out tomorrow. Yeah, which, be excited. If you listen to our last convention prep episode that came out last Saturday, mm-hmm. it is House of a Thousand Corpses. I'm excited. Bob's excited right now. We'll see yeah. if he likes it. We'll see if I like it. It's one of I... those movies where if you haven't seen it, it's either you really like it or you really don't because it's a Rob Zombie film. Yeah, go to Robert Zombie. The White Zombies. He's a rock star. Yeah. So, yeah, be excited for that. Those are really cool. I'm really excited to record those. I'm really excited to release those, too, because, like, a benefit of this show is the categories and the way we do it because it means we get a lot of—a good spread of stuff. It's fun. It's random. We get to watch stuff we probably wouldn't review otherwise. Yeah. The problem is we miss out on watching a lot of popular stuff, a lot of stuff that's, like, franchises or stuff that, you know, I want to see. Yeah, like— We covered zombies. Mm -hmm. Probably not going to go back to zombies for a while. But there's so many zombie films we haven't seen that are super popular. Yep. So the convention rep series we're doing is a really good way for us to cover stuff that we don't really have time for. Yeah. That wouldn't really come up on the show unless we got it in a very specific category. So that's super cool. I'm really excited to continue recording those. Yeah, it should be fun. Anything else? I don't think we have any announcements. Nope. Okay. Well, then uh, check us out on Twitter, at Board. It's where I post updates about the show. It's where I post basically everything. Uh, on Mondays, I post a spoiler post for that week's worth of episodes, which means a lot more posts on Monday because we have a lot more episodes coming out lately because we have a lot of things going on. It's basically going to be a tweet with a picture of the movie cover hidden so you can uncover it to see what the movie is so you can watch it before we do so you can listen to the episode without any spoilers. So, you know, we, when we're being all vague and stuff. You kind of have an idea what we're talking about. Yeah. We try not to spoil stuff too often, but it happens. Sometimes we have to, and that sucks. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, you know, uh, Spotify is the big one, but like Apple Podcast, all that other stuff. We're also on YouTube still. Mm-hmm. If you want to watch us there for some reason, uh, if you're watching us there, you know, support us because that's nice. You know, like, comment, subscribe. That's how people see us. Uh, you can also like, comment. That's a good way to communicate with us. For you can sure. Do that on Twitter too. Uh, in either case, you know, just really start hammering and drumming on your keyboard because we just need you to play the fucking drums. You know. I was wondering where you were gonna get that one in. I was really wondering. Oh, my gosh. Check us out on TikTok. We're on TikTok now. I'm posting clips from the show on TikTok. I know I haven't put one up in a minute. I've been very busy. <laughs> Bob's like, yeah, I'm posting. Except I'm not. Well, but- I am, though, because I have one done. I just haven't uploaded it yet. I finished one earlier today, and I have been mean meaning to show you, but I forgot. Instead of editing. I told you <laughs> I st- <laughs> Listen here. Shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Check us out on TikTok if you want. It's where I post clips for the show. Okay. Oh, you're just not going to speak now. Um, For the rest of the show? Okay, that's fine. Whatever. I don't think we have any announcements. If we do, I wouldn't know because Ben's the announcements guy and he won't talk anymore. Now he's miming at me. He's waving. What a fucking asshole. Alright, that's the end of the show. We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye!